Welcome back to our show. Welcome back, everybody. This is Twanda. And this is Rumel. Hey, Rumel. Hey, girl. Hey, how's it going? I had a wonderful time outside yesterday. I just, and I want to just tell everybody how gorgeous it is. It's the perfect time of year. That it is. I love it. Especially, but North Carolina right now is like, it's not too hot, which I'm used to May being like just hot for no reason. So I'm enjoying the mild, moderate weather. I'm sorry. What? You are in North Carolina. It's going to change. I know. It is going to change, but I'm accept- I am accepting of what it is for right now. Oh, that's And it's sweet. lovely right now. Oh, nice. I- I went Have to- you been outside today? No, I said yesterday. Could you keep up? <laughs> it's gorgeous outside. <laughs> you go outside. Well, yesterday I went out to like the flea market and stayed outside a while and it just felt good to be outside walking. I saw some jewelry that I like and I bought it. it I don't know. It was just a really good day to be outside. So I'm, I'm in this good natural air enjoying the weather. And maybe one day I will actually exercise when I am outside. Come Wouldn't on. that be amazing? Mm-hmm. It would be. <laughs> oh, what are we here today about? I can't remember. You can't remember. <laughs> You're so funny. Well, uh, today we are going to be talking with our friend, Kelly Nemard, and we're going to be talking about angels. Like, whoop, whoop. Hey, I really, Kelly. Yay. Hey, I'm ladies. Really, how you doing? <laughs> hey. hey. So we're really excited to have her here. She's a friend of ours, and we've known her for a couple of years now, but um, I'm just going to introduce her real quick, okay? Go ahead. Her name is Kelly Nemard, and she is an energy healer, board certified health and wellness coach, and angel intuitive. She is passionate about helping people develop self-care that helps them live their authentic self and pursue their divine purpose. Sometimes living your authentic life feels like a daunting and lonely journey, especially during these challenging times. As an angel intuitive, Kelly not only reminds people that they have angels ready and wanting to help them, but also helps them begin working with angels to make their life journey easier. So we want to welcome to the show, Kelly Nemard. Hey, Kelly girl. How y'all doing? Oh, we're Doing. doing fine. You know, I was completely kidding when I said I forgot. I was the one who said, Ramel, let's get <laughs> Kelly to talk about angels because that I have never <laughs> met an angel intuitive before. You're, you're my first angel intuitive. And I would love to kick it off and ask you the question. How did you become interested in angels such that you um, teach and that you, uh, you just learn about them? How did you get to this point? Well, basically, I had a bunch of different experiences throughout my life, especially in my childhood, that were unexplained. Like, for instance, I would hear somebody call me from the other end of the house and then I go there and everybody says they didn't call my name, right? Or I'll be in moments of distress and I'll all of a sudden feel somebody hold me and give me a hug, but there's nobody there, those types of things. And so basically I kind of just brushed them off in my head, um, mainly because, you know, growing up in Jamaica, we get a lot of ghost stories as children and so on. So everything you just eventually chomp it up to, oh, it's just some random 
some, you know, ghost or duppy just messing with me. Something like that. But then when I went to the Body, Mind, Spirit Expo in Raleigh, North Carolina back in 2017, you know, where they have a lot of um, holistic practitioners, one of them was an angel intuitive. And I was curious as to what that was. And so basically they gave me a reading where they relayed messages to me from my guardian angels and from the archangels that were to be helpful for me at that stage in my life. And in talking to the person, I was like, wait a minute, I wonder if, okay, so when those times I kept hearing my name, were that my angels trying to get my attention? So I decided to take an angel intuition class with her. And sure enough, a lot of things that happened over the course of my life were angels trying to get my attention or to comfort me or, you know, give me a little bit of guidance. And I just didn't know. (laughs) And, you know, even though I grew up in a Christian environment, in Christian church, we don't really talk about angels that much. So I never really had a context until 2017 as to how they could really help and impact my life. Ramel, what did you hear how she said that in Jamaica, there's a lot of talk about ghosts. So she just thought it was a ghost and went on like everything was normal. Like that's <laughs> when I go into an insane asylum because ah, ghost. And she's like, you know, I just said it was ghosts and I kept going. Like she just kept even with the story now. Sorry to interrupt. I just had to say, okay. Mm, that's <laughs> well, the, <laughs> Look, if they're, not, if they're not feeding me, clothing me, or put me through school, they're in a separate category. That's how my <laughs> mind works. <laughs> She just lets them just lets them be. I got you. Exactly. I want to ask you. So like I have an idea like in my mind of what an angel is, but maybe I'm wrong. So can you just like tell tell me, tell us like what what are angels? Okay. Well, I mean, when you think back on, you know, what general Christian society and not just Christian, even um you know, Muslim society, Jewish society, um, they're depicted as, you know, messengers from God who have wings and a bright light around them. Some of them have armor on and so on and so forth. Um, Part of that is true and consistent. Uh, Angels aren't physical beings. They're not, they're not persons. They're actually, um, energetic extensions of God, right? So they're basically forms of energy um, that God has, or God or source or the divine have created to assist us on our day-to-day journey through life, right? Mm -hmm. So for some people, they may appear as these beings with wings and with a glow of light around them. For some individuals, they show up as little bulbs of light that just float around in the air every once in a while. Some Mm -hmm. people see them in animals for instance some people Mm. may see them in a random individual who pops in and pops out of life within a few seconds Um, but they really are a go-between god the divine and us being able to connect with um, the information the love the comfort that the divine provides us in order for us to learn our life lessons as we're going through life okay i You said a lot there, so I had to actually sit down and take a couple of quick notes because I wanted to go back to it. Um, I'm going to go a little bit further back to where you said you heard angels speak to you and you felt angels hold you. 
If I have not heard angels speak to me or felt angels hug me, do I still have angels? Yeah. We, okay. Every single human being on this planet has at least one guardian angel. There are some angel teachers out there who believe you have at least two. I know I have a whole crew. Because <laughs> over time, as I came to accept that I have angels and became open to receiving information from them, they'll pop up every once in a while like, oh, I have this one and that one. And they help me with this and help me with that. Everybody has an angel. It's just a matter of how open your intuition is to being able to perceive them. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I had another, and then my second question is that you mentioned that you might see angels in people and in animals. And I can think of times where a person was in the right place at the right time to like save someone from getting hit by a car or an animal who knows just the right thing to to be comforting or, or something. And it and I thought to myself, oh, like an angel, but I didn't really think of them as angels. They were just people in the right place at the right time or animals who knew just the right thing to do at the right time. Is that the same thing as when you said, you know, you kind of see angels in people or are we actually seeing something with wings in people and animals? I'm just trying to clarify. So because they're energetic beings, they will present themselves to us in ways that um, we can basically best receive them. Mm -hmm. And sometimes they can condense their energy to become physical if absolutely needed. So like, like I said earlier, they're here to help us along our life purpose, our divine path. So if there is going to be a moment that could veer us off that path significantly, they would jump in to help us or intervene in such a way to kind of keep us on that path unless we choose not to do the path, right? Mm -hmm. So those stories where you hear people have been in a car accident that they should have never survived, like they felt somebody hold them or Mm -hmm. somebody pulled them out of the way the last Mm -hmm. minute. A lot Mm -hmm. what really has happened is you were in danger of losing your life at a point before you were able to complete your life purpose or complete a task that was going to drastically benefit many other people's life Mm -hmm. purpose. So even though you didn't ask for the angel's help, even if you weren't aware of angels, they're going to jump in at that very moment and save you Mm -hmm. so that you can continue on what it is that you are supposed to do, right? And so that's when they're a person who just blips in and blips out of your life. The same thing with comfort. If it's a case where you're in such emotional, emotional turmoil, that it could result in, say, a mental breakdown. It could result in, you know, suicidal ideation, those type of things, and completely deviate you from your life path, possibly permanently. They would intervene and come in as a pet or come in as a random individual who stops you and say, how are you doing? You look like you're having a rough day. Or in my case, where I actually felt somebody physically hug me, they come in and provide that comfort right that moment to keep you on your path. Wow. And I have one because everybody has one. Yes, everybody has one. So oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Kelly. And, and like I said, the number varies. I feel like the reason I have so many is because I am prone to get myself into trouble. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I need all the help I can get. <laughs> you know, but it's going to vary from person to person how many they have. 
but there but you always have angels no matter what well let me ask you this because when i think of angels i think of christianity and i know you mentioned there are, you know other religions but how does that work like if i am you know i if i believe in a different belief system than christianity do they do other religions call angels a different name or how does that work? Yeah. So angels have existed before religion, right? right. Before mm-hmm. the concept of religion in human existence. Mm-hmm. So they don't ascribe to any particular religion at all. They are across multiple religions and they may be called different things in different religions. Right. Mm-hmm. And there's some religions that don't even acknowledge them at all, just maybe because they have not been exposed in such a way that they felt it significant to include them in the religion. Okay. Now, in terms of, you know, being called different things, my personal observation um, through my teachings about angels and such, say, for instance, Hinduism, they do have a supreme being, but they also have these deities or gods and goddesses, and they each have a particular function. Um, I see the gods and goddesses as the archangels because archangels are leaders of groups of angels and each has a particular function that they're known for, right? Mm-hmm. And um, so when you see these different religions or spiritual beliefs that have beings that are given um, significant abilities and in particular functions, to me, those are the archangels. How many archangels are there? Too many. Okay. <laughs> too many okay. to keep track of. <laughs> okay. They're really too many to keep track of because really um, the general belief in the angel community is that each angel, each archangel is a thought of God, right? Mm-hmm. For a particular aspect of God. Mm-hmm. And so that we can't even begin to describe all the different aspects of God. Right. right? Yeah. So there are some archangels that tend to be prevalent at certain periods of our lives. Um, so, so like, for instance, um, there's an archangel Nathaniel that's really shown up more recently in the past, you know, 20 years, started showing up to different people in the past 20 years versus archangel Michael is very much well known across mm-hmm. many religions mm-hmm. from the beginning of time as far as we're concerned. You know what I mean? So like Archangel Nathaniel is associated with life purpose. And when you consider what's happening these days, where a lot of people, especially during and after COVID, have kind of revamped what they're doing with their life and mm-hmm. coming to realizations about what makes them happy and not happy and how they want to express themselves in this world. You can imagine this is a time when Archangel Nathaniel is standing out a bit more because people are ready to start working with him and working on their life purpose. Well, let me ask you. So we sp- we, we talked about angels and we just talked about archangels, but what's the difference? Why, why would I, why, why the difference? Why, why is um, archangel called out? Okay. So just to clarify, so there are many different types of angels. Archangels mm-hmm. is category guardian angels are another category we all have guardian angels okay so when i say we all have angels i'm specifically referring to the guardian angels okay so are Are there more than those two guardian and arc are there more different groups of angels besides those two oh yeah Okay, oh, I'm yeah, not sure if I'm more... ready for that. Uh, no, yeah, no, we're not ready for that. That's a whole nother. <laughs> that's, that, that's a, yeah, I'm, I'm not ready that's... for that. So I'm, I'm going to back away from that question <laughs> and we're going to stick with uh, whatever Ramel was going for. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm one of those that's like, I see the list of the different kinds. I'm like, no, I'm keeping it simple. Simple, <laughs> you know? keep it simple, yeah. Keep it simple. What's going to help me in this life at this moment for what I need to do? You know? There you go. There um, you go. But yeah, so you have the garden, The you have a garden angel. Everybody has a guardian angel. But then you also have the archangels who are leaders of groups of angels. So my archangel Michael, he's an archangel for protection. So he has warrior angels that he's in charge of. So those angels were meant to help protect us from negative energies and um, um, unhelpful entities in our lives, right? Mm-hmm. Then mm-hmm. you have Archangel Raphael. He's an archangel of healing. Um, and he's a patron saint of, of doctors, actually, doctors and nurses. Archangel Michael is a patron saint of police officers. So you have healing angels, where it's their job to help heal us physically, mentally, emotionally. And so Archangel Raphael is responsible for those angels and so on and so forth. So you have these archangels who are responsible for whole groups of angels for facilitating all our needs here on this planet Earth. Right. Okay, Very cool. So I've I you mentioned okay this is a test. <clears throat> Michael <laughs> Archangel Michael was for protection. Mm-hmm. Nathaniel, which I don't know that I had ever heard of until this moment, you said was as the Life is the angel, yeah angel of purpose. Then there was um, uh, Raphael, which is the angel of healing. Mm-hmm. I wrote down Gabriel because I remember that from the Bible. Yes. Yeah. Archangel of, well, wait, Archangel at all? Yes. So, yeah, Archangel for for mothers, for mothers and for protection of children, and also Archangel for communication. So for people who are writers, who are speakers, that's the Mm -hmm. Archangel that helps us to be able to fully express ourselves and to be able to do so with integrity as well. Ooh. Nice. So Archangel Gabriel, as you as you remember in the Bible, Archangel Gabriel is the one who announced the coming of John the Baptist. So he is the so okay. I say he, but technically they don't have any gender. So I was gonna ask. I was like that. Because a lot of a lot of people attribute um the female to Archangel Gabriel because of the nurturing, because the supporter mm-hmm. supporter of mother mothers. People mm-hmm. are trying to become mothers, mm-hmm. supportive of children, supportive of nurturing our inner child. So because of that role, a lot of cultures attribute Gabriel to being feminine. Mm-hmm. For me, I just see masculine. Whenever I have an image, a mental image of Gabriel, I just say I, I see masculine. So that's why I say he. I'm going to say um, Archangel Gabriel. Like, is there any Gabriel. problem <laughs> with me no? changing the name? It's, it's the archangels of you know, um, heads of groups of angels. And apparently somebody gave them a name, but it could be Michelle, Gabriel, Natasha. I don't know. I'm just coming up with something. I guess they wouldn't <laughs> mind if I switched it up or something. Because I, I do like to acknowledge if, if if angels are gender neutral, it helps me to come up with another name or at least incorporate some feminine names just just so that it hones down on the point that um, there's a gender, gender I guess, neutrality uh, in our angels. Are there any well, other well, angels? And I don't want the whole list, but some I of the popular ones. I have one that I want to know. I, okay. want, I have one yeah. I want to know. <laughs> Uriel? 
Uriel? Yes. Uriel is your go-to for problem solving, uh-huh. um, for creativity and um, pursuing issues. That That's the archangel you call on if you are a small business owner. You are self-employed. <laughs> like, they're the ones to help you figure all the stuff out and make it happen. And oh. he's also... The- and he's okay. also the one to kind of help fill you with that positivity or mm-hmm. quote unquote sunny disposition in mm-hmm. the process of you trying to manifest success in that problem solving, in bringing your business to fruition and so on. So, um, oh. and, and the thing is, so here's the funny thing though. It's mm-hmm. like when I started working with angels, I used to see them kind of like as cartoon figures. And then the angel, the archangels who came in later on, I started seeing them as like physical human looking beings. And then now the later an- archangels I've been working with are literally balls of energy of different colors for me. Ooh, so wow. for Archangel Michael, when I first saw him, he looked like Genie from Disney's Aladdin. You know, this is blue uh, cartoony being that's all muscled up. Gabriel, I see as human, completely human, with um, shoulder length, um, brunette, wavy hair. And I see um, Uriel as literally balls of golden glitter light. Mm. So where do people get the... I mean, because if angels can appear in all different ways, however you might best receive them, where do we get this idea that they look like they have multiple eyes and they have multiple sets of wings? Because you can Google images of angels and they say, ah, angels are actually quite tiny or are they quite large? I can't remember. And they look like this creature and it kind of looks really actually terrifying the pictures that i see out there because it's multiple sets of wings you're looking at me like you don't know what i'm talking about come on kelly have you not seen the, the pictures not, not the multiple eyes one that that's new to me I, I'm, I'm inclined to think you saw an image of some video game or something like that because no, i think comics and video games that have like the scary looking ones and i have to like scroll over it i'm like oh, okay usually when you see angels that are not like say are scary but not in video games for instance mm-hmm. are those um religious references to falling angels mm. you know? okay so but usually when we're talk about angels angels the ones who are supposed to support us and take care of us in life mm-hmm. um the most common depiction like you say is the wings and the color the aura around the angel that's literally them really showing up to you in a way that you'll best receive them. And so back then, can you imagine, um, you know, if Joseph wondering why is Mary is pregnant and going about their business, all of a sudden sees this thing that pops out with four eyes and black wings, it'd probably freak him out. Right, right. Okay. I don't know what angels I, look yeah. like, but I've just gone, I did Google to see what do angels I don't know why I Googled it, but at some point in my life, I Googled what do angels really look like? And I got the scary, scary looking creature. Well, I think there is, if I'm not mistaken, in the Bible, there's a description of maybe seraphim. Um, and it, if you look at the description, I don't have it here, but if you, I've looked at it before. And if you look at the description, it's, it describes a much scarier angel than what we typically think, but I don't think it matters. I think, you know, 
uh, honestly, I think that angels, like Kelly said, are like little are our energy, mm-hmm. and so what we see is basically, I think, what we make up. <laughs> Because they honestly are going to be energy, right? I mean, am I right in that way or am I just making that up too? No, they're energy. And then you also have to think of what's the reference that you're you're looking at for the description of the angels. Because if it's a case where you're looking at revelations and you're talking about the end of days (laughs) Mm -hmm. and they, you know, it's kind of like trying to scare you straight so you can avoid the end of days. You can imagine that whoever is perceiving the angel is trying to perceive something scary enough to be able to describe in the Bible to achieve that purpose. You know what Point. I mean? Yeah. yeah. And and that yeah. I'm not. Yeah, I can. I can relate to that. Uh, you said something else. You talked about when you described the archangels and their purpose, you said you could call upon this angel at this time. You can call upon this angel. I don't want to overcomplicate things, but if I didn't, I wouldn't be who I am. <laughs> so <laughs> I must ask, how do you interact with them? Okay, well, first, before I say that, I just want to clarify, technically, all angels share the same abilities, but they're just assigned roles. Okay. So even if you don't know which angel, archangel to call on for any particular thing, you can just call on all angels who are working with me in this lifetime and in this moment. Please help me with X, Y, and Z. And that okay. you don't have to know all the different types of archangels. Keep your life simple. Yes. If you want to, if you wanna, if you want to have more of that, building more of that relationship with each one, and and that's why you want to know. That's great, but it's not required. Um, I just before I thought it had to be ceremonial for me to talk to my mm. angels, but eventually I come to realize, no, they're like your friend. You know, just like mm-hmm. talking to. To you ladies, it's just like talking to them. I'll be looking for my keys. I was like, okay, Archangel Chamel, can you please help me find these keys so I don't tear up my apartment? <laughs> it can't be as simple as that. Yeah. Um, and there's sometimes where you choose to make it ceremonial for yourself as a way of helping you feel grounded and centered so you can better connect with them. Mm-hmm. So like for me, there are times when I want a little bit of guidance from them. And I know that I'm, you know, caught up in my emotions at the moment. So it's going to be a mm-hmm. little bit harder for me to perceive what they want to say to me. Mm-hmm. So then that's when I'll go and like breathe and meditate and then ask for the answers. And it may they may come right away or they may come at the end of my meditation or when I'm absent-minded later, you know. Mm-hmm. So I make it ceremonial to bring myself down a notch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm that not caught in the, the monkey mind of mind of my thoughts, you know, mm-hmm. so I can make space to actually hear what they have to say. So there's nothing wrong with either way. Um, I remember my in, my angel teacher had an issue with me referring to um, Archangel Raphael as Raffi at one point. I was just like, <laughs> does he care? Mm, no. <laughs> right. right. Interestingly enough, and I'm adding to the complexity, but I don't mean to. Angels technically don't have names. We choose right. to give them to them. Right. Okay. Right? So they're not going to be, they're not going to care if I call them Raffi. He's not mm-hmm. going to care if I call him Raffi and I call Archangel Michael Mike. They're not going to care. You know, <laughs> <laughs> they literally are here to help us. They love us unconditionally, just mm-hmm. as, you know, God loves us. 
and just want to be here for us. They're not caught up on that kind of stuff. But sometimes for us, if we really want to call on a specific angel, archangel, we choose to assign names so it's easier in our human brain to call on one versus the other. So like when I say I have multiple guardian angels, I have Lineal, who is androgynous, very tall, has one side black hair, one side white hair. She is the gatekeeper for, you know, things coming into my life, essentially. There's Amber, there's Mary, there's Steve, you know. Yes, they can. And it's, I asked them for a name and they just give me one. I'm like, uh, okay, cool. So you're Steve. And they each have their own function as my guardian angels in my life. Like I have an angel who works with me for um, doing Reiki healing and crystal healing. Mm-hmm. You know, that's my healing angel who I work what's with. What's that name? What, 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 what's that one's name? Cecibel. And I, and I can spell it too. It's like C-E-S-E-B-E-L. Like I, I hear the name and I see it and everything. And, wow. and she has very thick, wavy, um, blonde hair that's in like a, a very big braid. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that might, is that, is this part of what you mean when you can claim to be a um, angel intuitive? Because you seem to really have this connection. Like you're seeing hair and and physical form or whatever form actually mm-hmm. and you're hearing things and and so is that what makes you an angel intuitive well technically we all have the ability to intuit information for, from angels but mm-hmm. but those who are angel intuitives are those who are tuned in to their intuition on such a level where things come through very clearly you know yes. most of the time you know so so the, so the answer to my question was yes <laughs> yes i just want to make it clear that everybody you know why would you have an angel if you don't have the ability to connect with them you know like what would be the mm-hmm. point you know we do all have the ability but there's some people who are stronger in those abilities than i just had an idea I mm-hmm. heard once somewhere, so now the credibility is shot because I can't remember where I heard this, but if you see a feather just somewhere, that's a sign that your angel is around or trying to communicate with you. Or, I don't know. It, does that sound familiar? Is there a way you can tell that your angels are there? Or did just, we just know that they're always there and, and trust and believe? So they're always there, but sometimes you forget. Because like I said, it's not like we're, you know, the average person is not brought up to think about the fact that they have this energetic creature hanging with them all the time, you know, going with them to the store, watching them pick their nose, helping <laughs> them study, sitting in the car with them. But we're not trained to think that way. So we sometimes when we're faced with challenges, we forget that they're there, you know. And so every once in a while, they wanted to send you a quick reminder, say, hey, I'm here. If you want me to help you with this thing, let me know. So, yes, a lot of times people, because we attribute angels to having wings, feathered wings, they will some sometimes throw us a random feather when we're having a moment where we're caught up in a turmoil or we are trying to work through a particular situation. And yeah, you may be going on a walk and they'll just, you know, you'll see a random feather that's just right there. And sometimes they'll drop a feather that you know is really random. Like for instance, you know, like if you're walking in New York City and you see a pigeon feather, it's nothing because right, <laughs> right. there are pigeons around Manhattan. But if all of a sudden you were to see like a hawk feather just randomly on the ground, you're like, mm, 
hawks are not prevalent right here in, right. in Manhattan. So this is an angel Let me know that, hey, I'm still around. Um, angels also do things like if you're if you're wondering, worried about money, you may come out your car and there's a coin right there. And you're like, oh, cool. And then the next time you go to the store and you come out the car, there's another coin right there. So sometimes it's not just a matter of you got a feather or you got a coin. Sometimes even the frequency yeah. is what's the indication. For me, one time I had a reading um, with a medium and I was talking about my concerns about money. And she was saying to me that my guardian angels want me to know that they love me and they're looking out for me and they're helping me to manifest the abundance I'm looking for. So just trust that they're going to help me. I said, okay, cool. So I was catching a flight later that day and I was going through the airport. And when I got to my gate, I saw that they were about to start boarding. So I lined up. And, and as I was going down the line, I noticed something that caught in my eye that was sitting under one of the chairs and it looked pink. And I'm like, I need to catch this flight. Let me focus. And then at last minute, I like jumped to a line, grabbed it, and then hopped back in. And when I sat down, I looked at it. It was a rose quartz which is the stone of love. And it had a symbol on there, a rune symbol. And when I looked up the picture of the symbol, it's a symbol for money. Oh, nice. <laughs> oh, you got love and money. All and money. <laughs> exactly. I, I think there's a rap that. song about that. Anyway. <laughs> there, is, there is a lot of rap song about it. <laughs> but, but yeah, it's just like they do even something like that. It can be even, you know, stand out just like that. Where what are chances you're going to find a random rose quartz crystal with a money rune on it? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. that. Yeah. Yeah. No. Your angels well, are showing out. Go ahead, Ramel. I wanna ask really quickly because I know we're we're out of time. Yeah. Coming out of time. Um, can you quickly tell me like to we're talking about angels and they help us, but then I also have become more and more aware of like spirit guides. So is there a difference between our angels and our spirit guides? And if there are, what, how are they different? Okay. So angels um, usually have never lived a human existence. Right? Okay. They were created specifically to be angels and that's it, right? Mm -hmm. Your spirit guides are people, are used to be people who lived in this life, mm -hmm. going through life lessons and their journey, just like us. And then they were able to learn a particular life lesson so well that mm -hmm. they chose to stay in spirit after they died to then assist somebody else in that same life lesson. Oh, okay. And so, and so you, so your, your angels are, so especially your guardian angels are with you from the day you're born to the day you die and through every lifetime that your soul has ever gone through. Mm -hmm. Your spirit guides are with you only for that time that you need to learn that particular lesson. Oh, when so I grow up, I'm going to be a spirit guide. No, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I, 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 put in enough, I, I put in enough work in this plane. I'm good. <laughs> oh, well. oh, you're so funny, Kelly. Well, thank you so much for running through all of, all of this with us because... I felt like, yeah, I know angels, but I think I didn't really know angels mm -mm. up until right now. So it was really a great conversation. But before we go, I want to give you an opportunity because you are an entrepreneur extraordinaire and you have a lot of really wonderful services I would love for people to hear about. 
Yeah, we want to know what they are, but specific and specifically how Where? they can reach you. Now, whatever right. you say, and we know how to reach you, so we'll make sure to put that in the show notes so people can always mm-hmm. go back to those. But if you go ahead and say it now for those who are listening, um, what what else do you do and where we can find you? Well, specifically for my um, angel intuitive services, that includes giving angel card readings, so relaying messages from your angels to you that they've been trying to get to you. It could also include doing a past life regression so that you can understand what, what, what past life is affecting you most in this life and how to address it. And I also do um, angel healing therapy. So where I call in the angels to help um, extend their energy for healing you in different ways. So for those type of services, you can contact me through the earthangelpath.com. Um, that business is the Earth Angel Path, right? Um, if you are interested in the other things I mentioned in the beginning, that I'm a Reiki practitioner, crystal healer, I'm a health coach, um, feel free to contact me at mywealthinhealth.com, mywealthinhealth.com. And um, if you're not quite sure which avenue you want to go for your self-care, just give me a call in general. Just shoot me a text, 919-937-2512. And then we awesome. can talk briefly about what you're looking for to kind of help with your self-care. And I can direct you to one side or the other. Nice. And some of a lot of this stuff that Kelly does can be done virtually. So you don't have to necessarily live in the Durham-Raleigh area to connect with her and um, get some of her services. So. I just want to mention that. Yeah. So, Twanda, do you have anything else? Yes. Thank you so much, Kelly. Ah. I feel a lot more clear on the angel thing. You did it for me. So thank you so much. Yay. You're welcome. (laughs) Thanks, Kelly. We appreciate you so much. I mean, like I just saw you yesterday, but like seriously, I... (laughs) Love see, having you here talk to us about angels. So thanks again. And for our listeners who have made it this far, we want to thank you for joining us today. Please reach out to Kelly if you have any questions for her. She would love to talk to you. Um, so until next time, y'all, peace, peace and, and blessings. blessings. Thanks for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen to this podcast. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Girl Podcast. That's girl with three R's. And if you want to participate in our segment, Ask Your Girlfriends, email us at girlpodcast at gmail.com. That's girl with three R's. (laughs) So until next time, peace Peace and and blessings. blessings.